0: Well, this was already eloquently described to us by Wendy this morning in the children's sermon, but I am going to read the scripture again, and it comes from the book of Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. were not ten made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to them, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well again.
1: Jesus encounters ten lepers running around Galilee. Kind of an odd bunch, I would imagine. Uh, leprosy is kind of an odd thing in the first century. Tansen's disease is what they call it nowadays, but uh, it was thought to be quite contagious to the point that it isolated people away from each other. And so if you had leprosy, uh, pretty much you, the only friends you had were other people with leprosy. And uh, you had to, It's it's not... It's not surprising that when they wanted to get Jesus' attention, they had to cry out uh, to get his attention because they wouldn't have been able to get near him. Because when you have leopards, especially if you're traveling in packs of ten, you, you don't really get near polite society. And in fact, you have to go around announcing your presence To everybody, if you're trying to get from one place to another, you have to let everyone know that someone unclean is coming by. Unclean! Everyone get out of the way! So they probably had good lungs. They could probably get Jesus' attention pretty easily. Jesus, have mercy on us, they cry out. There's kind of an an, an unusual thing about these ten is that among them are Samaritan, is one Samaritan. That's kind of strange, because... Jews and Samaritans didn't hang out. In fact, you weren't you weren't permitted to have Samaritan friends. You you weren't permitted to, to go over to their house for dinner. You could do some business with them. You know the bottom line, it's all about the Benjamins, right? The bottom line is you could do some business with them, but you weren't supposed to have personal interactions. You wouldn't have one over to your house. You wouldn't have a Samaritan over your house, and you certainly would not hang out with them or live with them in a colony somewhere, you certainly certainly wouldn't have one as a friend and I get the impression these ten were were chums, they were friends, they were the folks kind of hanging out, this was their colony, these were ones living together, supporting one another because they were pretty much all they had and among them was this Samaritan which was very unusual, very strange. I guess I I get the feeling that uh, leprosy is kind of like uh, Air Force basic training. Uh, You know, when you first when they first take you to uh, Lackland Air Force Base, they put you on a bus, and as you're riding on the bus, uh, you know everyone's in their civilian clothes, and so you know you're sitting there and you're going, well, there's there's a cowboy, and there's a metalhead, and there's a guy kind of dropped out of high school, probably, <laughs> there's someone who thinks he's better than everybody else, and I don't see the nerd, so that must be me, <laughs> right, so you're kind of labeling everybody as you're driving over to the base from the airport, and you're figuring out, well, who the, this person I might be friends with, I might be friends with that one, definitely don't want to even talk to that guy, don't want to talk to that guy, am I right, Michelle? And you kind of look at well then what is the first thing they do after they get done yelling at you about picking up or dropping your luggage, is they take you and they shave your head and they dress you all in the same clothes. And once your head is shaved and you're all in the same clothes, you can't really tell who's what. (laughs) And so you're pretty well left with just judging people by their character. And uh, I got to know a lot of people I normally wouldn't get to know. Uh, because their head was shaved and we were all dressed alike and that was, uh, that was an interesting experience, that was a neat experience because uh, normally I wouldn't have even given them a, a, a shot because we have those preconceived notions but once those were taken away, I get the feeling leprosy is kind of like that leprosy kind of tore down those social barriers because uh, your whole society is thrown into a ray. Your family is gone. You have to construct a new family. Your culture is gone. You have to construct a new culture. Your religion is gone. The the lepers were not allowed to go and participate in church. They were not allowed to participate in the temple rituals. They were not allowed to participate in the religious life in Jewish society in first century Palestine. So they pretty much were left out of all of society. So they had to create their own cultures. And within that culture the barrier between Samaritan and Jew had come down. And what a, what a blessing I would imagine leprosy was in that moment for those people getting to know folks they might not normally know and they cry out to Jesus have mercy on us and Jesus, this is, this is unusual for Jesus, but Jesus doesn't even touch them. but says go and show yourselves to the priest now the reason Jesus does this, the reason this is significant is not just to show off that Jesus has all this, good. Go, tell, you know, go show them how great Jesus is <laughs> it's not to bra- do some bragging about Jesus, it is because Even though, even if they're cleansed, even if all their leprosy is gone, it is not until a priest says, you are clean, and gives you authorization to get back into, it's another way, it's another level of control that the domination system Exerted on people. You couldn't get back into the system unless someone in charge let you back into the system. It's just one of those other levels of control that people had on the people, you know. But you could not rejoin society until the priest said, You are clean. And as they turned and walked away, they were clean. They were cleansed, all of their sores had disappeared, and of course they hightail it to the priest to receive back their life, to get back to where they were before, to, get, to regain their family, to regain their culture, to be among the human beings again. See, they had, been, they had been shut out of society. They had been left out and pushed out into the cold. But now they were going to be invited back in. So they were rushing back to get back in. They couldn't wait. But there was one. There was one. And I imagine it kind of went like this. He starts running over to the priest and he thinks... Wait a minute, I don't, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I can go back or not. This is amazing. I was, I was dead, I was all but gone, everything was gone. And in a, in a, in a single heartbeat, I've been transformed, I've been Healed, I've been returned to wholeness, but I'm not the same person I was. And realizing the depth of what had just happened to him, the one Samaritan, instead of going back to the source of regaining life as it was, Decided to return to the source of new life. Praising and thanking, and with gratitude, falls prostrate before, be, prostrate before God, before Jesus, giving thanks. And returns to the source of new life. And I imagine he didn't know where to go from there imagine he couldn't imagine himself just being another samaritan hating jews and a samaritan being hated by jews and living the life he'd led before i wonder about the other 9 i wonder when they went back home And everyone, you know, after the party was over, after everything was done, and they went back to their normal life, they went back to to their work, and, and here comes a Samaritan, maybe their friend. I wonder. I wonder if they went back to us and them. I wonder if they went back to, oh, we can't, you're unclean. We can't have anything to do with you. I don't even want to talk to you. I wonder how long it took for them to forget that they needed each other. I wonder how long it took for them to forget that Jesus was the one who healed them. <laughs> or I wonder if they lived differently too. Uh, there's a mo- there was a movie a long time ago, and I can't remember when it, when it was done, and it's, I don't know that I'd recommend seeing it. It's a pretty violent movie. It, it was called American History X. Ed Norton is the, is the uh, star in it. And he's a neo-Nazi uh, Aryan nation guy who kills two black teenagers and ends up going to jail. And while he's in jail, they pair him up with this young black man named Leon, uh, and they—his name, the Ed's character's name, Derek—and they—they uh, have to do the laundry together. They are paired up to do laundry. So for the whole duration of his incarceration, he's paired with this African American young man who—who who had killed a cop. Uh, to do the laundry. They have to do the laundry together. And uh, it's amazing, it's an amazing section of the movie how over time they forge a friendship. The barriers come down and um, eventually Leon leaves the prison. But um, Ed Norton, Derek, realizes he cannot live that way anymore. He's not that person. He realizes, I'm not that person anymore. And he can't. He just, even if he wanted to, he can. So he spends basically the rest of his incarceration... He, get, he gets beat up a few times from his former Aryan nation brothers and... Uh, he spends the rest of his time in isolation. And then when he gets out, he, he tries to retrieve his... Uh, I don't remember if it's his brother or his son, but he tries to retrieve his... I think it's his brother, out of that lifestyle as well. and commits himself to try and retrieve his... But that relationship between Leon and Derek transformed who he was and he could never go back that just wasn't who he was anymore in this story today ten people were well nine people were healed of their ailment right nine people were cured of their disease nine people were 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 returned to health but one person was completely transformed into something new was completely transformed and could never could never go back to who he was before and i think i think jesus offers us that i think jesus offers us transformation. And the depth of that transformation really is up to us. We can, be, we can be healed or we can be transformed. It's kind of up to us. We can be healed or we can be transformed. Because Jesus, is, Jesus points us to where new life is. Jesus points us to what new creation can look like and be and lays it in our laps. In fact, Jesus challenged everyone. You know what? Your old life is waiting for you. Go show yourself to the priest. Your old life is waiting for you. Your new life is walking this way. (laughs) It's up to you. We've all have at varying times incredible experiences, life changing experiences. And how long they last or the veracity of those experiences really come down to the to the depth of transformation and where we go after that. We go back where we came from, or do we go somewhere new with it? And and the Samaritan came out of gratitude and thanksgiving, or full of gratitude and thanksgiving, recognizing that this is the source of real life and real transformation. I think he said to himself, this is where I want to be. And I can never really go back. There are many points along the way where each of us, I believe, are given that same choice. We can take the gift of God. We can take the healing that Jesus brings. Because I, think, I believe Jesus is blessing us all the time, with, is removing our leprosy at will, all the time. Relieving us of those things that are keeping us from experiencing a full and abundant life. I believe Jesus is, is helping us get rid of those leprous sores that plague us so much. And once they're gone, what do we do? do? we just go right back to where we were that got us there in the first place? Or do we go in a whole new direction that acknowledges the depth of transformation that is possible? Come with gratitude and thanksgiving seeking more, more to be had. I leave that for us to ponder in the weeks and years to come. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, as we think back on all the many times we have been returned to wholeness by you, by your message, by your call, by your leading, by your healing touch. And I think of all the times I've just gone back only to return again. We ask God that you would help us to be like the Samaritan and return with gratitude and thanksgiving on our lips to the source of real transformation and experience new life in a way that acknowledges that we can never truly be the same, having experienced who you are in our life. We ask all these things in the mighty and precious name of Christ. Amen.